0: Good morning, and we welcome to the program, once again, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, who represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. Good morning to you, Mrs. Houchin. How are you doing this morning?
1: Good morning. I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back in southern Indiana today.
0: Indeed. And, uh, of course, uh, a lot going on on uh, uh, Capitol Hill and around the country. But uh, in particular, uh, the uh, the spy balloon and uh, some of the things going on there. And, uh, of course, the um, uh, fourth balloon uh, shot down uh, Sunday. And uh, what can you tell us about that and you know, your, your thoughts on uh, these balloons that are going up and everything? Well,
1: I'm certainly proud of our military for their um actions to safely shoot down the objects. I am continue to have more questions than I have answers on the Chinese spy balloon and, and the Biden administration allowing it to traverse the breadth of the United States and, and cross our sovereign border with no action until it was completed, until it had completed its work. Um, you know, I think the Biden administration owes the American people a full explanation of what these objects are and what their purpose is. Quite frankly, they have just not been transparent um, over these last several days, and it's it's uh, certainly disarming. I'm going to continue to press along with my colleagues for full transparency for not only members of Congress but the American people from the President and his administration. You know, we did have a a briefing, a classified briefing over the Chinese spy balloon uh, while I was in D.C. last week, but again, it left me with more questions than answers. So, you know, even the Democrats are universal in in wanting to get more out of this administration. Um, The ranking member of the Intelligence Committee, the Democrat, um, has said he's concerned that the administration is not being more forthcoming with the information that it has. That's going to be ongoing, but I'm very concerned um, that there's not more transparency around what these objects are, what their purpose is, and uh, having more information about the threat that we really face.
0: And uh, you mentioned the uh, vote in the uh, classified briefing on uh, Thursday. Now, were you uh, in on that?
1: Yeah, so I was in the classified briefing um, Thursday before uh, we left uh, D.C. that day. Um, I can't say much more than uh, I have more questions than I have answers because it's classified, but they're just, you know, it's just short on answers, um, On particularly why we didn't take action to shoot down the balloon, um, you know, multiple opportunities that we had I understand the size of the Chinese spy balloon was greater than what they they believe these other, you know, objects to be. Um, But, you know, that balloon traveled over, crossed our sovereign border, traveled over sensitive military sites. um, And, you know, we basically allowed it to complete its mission before shooting it down um, off the coast of South Carolina. So, uh, again, more questions than answers Uh, we need and demand, you know, certainly are demanding more transparency.
0: And then, of course, uh, also last week was the uh, State of the Union address, and uh, you also had a, a guest from our area, uh, and that being uh, Dearborn County Sheriff Shane McHenry.
1: Yes, I was really glad that uh, Sheriff McHenry was able to join us. You know, I, I wanted to uh, highlight the work of our law enforcement officers, and, um, you know, they're they're facing unprecedented challenges with the surge of fentanyl, the overall um, defund the police movement and, uh, you know, Dearborn County does happen to be a, a border county to the city of Cincinnati and our, our suburb counties, if you will, are experiencing, you know, some increases in crime because of spillover from, you know, these uh, soft on crime cities that aren't holding people accountable. So I really wanted to highlight and thank our law enforcement officers in Southern Indiana who work tirelessly to keep our community safe. I'm so grateful for their efforts. I'm always going to take the opportunity to express my appreciation for their service, to let them know that I have their back in Washington. I wish I could have had them all, but I could only ask. uh, I only had one ticket. So um, this year it went to the the sheriff of Dearborn County, and I'm certainly grateful he was able to join me.
0: And overall, your reaction to uh, the president's address?
1: Uh, It was my first State of the Union as a member of Congress, so, you know, it was a historic event with pomp and circumstance. Uh, It was pretty moving when the justices, um, particularly Amy Coney Barrett, you know, entered the chamber. Um, But, you know, despite the history of the event, pressing concerns of constituents back home remain. We've still got high crime rates, excessive crisis at the grocery store, a wide-open southern border, a growing drug crisis, and I could go on and on. Um, Hoosiers deserve action on these issues, and I'm disappointed that the president really did not fully address those pressing issues, the day-to-day issues that Americans face in his 72-long-minute speech. Um, we heard his words um, on, uh, you know, sort of he wanted to unite the country, but then proceeded to attack Republicans throughout his speech um, And I think, you know, we need the conservative solutions that go beyond rhetoric. And I've been calling on the president and the Democrats to work with Republicans to implement policies that benefit hardworking Americans. Uh, Republicans are in the majority. It's our responsibility to be a check on the administration. Um, I didn't hear a lot. It was very weak on China. Uh, It was very weak on the border. Uh, He talked a lot about, you know, regulating private companies. Um, and uh, he didn't address the, the issue that we face. Uh, we're, we're going to be facing a debt crisis that we've not seen uh, at levels that we've not seen since World War II. So I'm really, um, despite the pomp and circumstance and the historical nature of the event, I was certainly um, less disappointed that we did not hear more from the president on those issues.
0: And then uh, moving later on the week, uh, as we uh, continue our conversation with Congresswoman Erin Houch, and uh, you had your uh, first education workforce hearing uh, later in the week. And in, in specific, you got into a uh, phonics based approach to reading instruction, something that uh, hits close to home for you, I understand.
1: Yeah, so um, my son is dyslexic. We knew there was an issue when he was uh, about in first grade, but we didn't get diagnosed him diagnosed until he was in third grade, and if you don't know much about dyslexia, it's a reading disability, um, and it can be overcome with certain methodologies, uh, phonics-based, multisensory instruction. I think in the 1980s, we, we veered away from phonics-based learning, and we've seen our reading scores decline precipitously since that time, and the United States is far behind others, um, particularly after COVID, in, in reading scores. And uh, I'd love to see us get back to a phonics, phonics-based approach, away from a whole word, a whole language. Um, learning It's two different methodologies. But what we know in research is that the top 20% of students uh... will learn to read no matter how you deliver it to them the bottom twenty percent of students have dyslexia or other reading disabilities they can only learn to read if you if you deliver it to them in this very specific phonics based way and the kids in the middle will learn better if you teach them the way that uh... it's a phonics based approach so uh... very concerned about our reading scores and making sure every child has the tools necessary to succeed um... because once they once they get on the right path, um, you know, my son went from saying he hated school to he loved school uh, just because we figured out uh, what the issue was. So now I did legislation in the state Senate to screen kids for dyslexia because we know that 20 percent of the population has it. Uh, a vast majority of um, they've, they've studied that the, a high, high percentage of the prison population has dyslexia or some reading disability. We want to catch this as early as possible and put these kids on the path to success.
0: And uh, you mentioned that uh, you're uh, in the district uh, this morning, and uh, when are you heading to Washington? And then uh, second part of the question, uh, what do you expect to uh, take place this week on Capitol Hill, if anything?
1: I'm going to be here for the next couple of weeks. On, uh, we're on recess. The Senate is in session this week. Um, I do expect that there's going to be some briefings going on with regard to China Um, You know, there certainly won't be any business going on in the House of Representatives, but I'll be here working the district. Um, I've got, you know, visits scheduled throughout uh, southern Indiana for the remainder of the week and uh, again next week. And I'll be, you know, I'm glad to certainly glad to be home back with, um, you know, my friends and neighbors in the community here in southern Indiana um, and always uh, eager to do the work of the people back in Washington, but it's going to be a, a good good break home here um, visiting with people in the district.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure that it's also a, an opportunity to uh, hear from constituents uh, at the uh, various events that you uh, have on your schedule, hear uh, what's on their mind.
1: That's exactly right. Yes. And that's a critical piece. That's the most important piece of the work that we do is uh, representing uh, the folks back home and, and helping constituents with their uh, various uh, the various issues that they experience with the federal government and, and needing to help those folks, and then also just hearing from them on how they're feeling. I've already heard from many people over the weekend about this, these balloons and these unidentified objects, and uh, I will be, uh, in conjunction with my visits throughout the district, I'm going to be working to get answers and pushing the administration to, um, to talk to the American people and provide the transparency that they deserve.
0: And anything else, uh, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, before we uh, dismiss for the day?
1: I just thank you for giving me the opportunity to to chat about these issues. It's always great to talk to you and uh, grateful for the opportunity to represent my community um, on Capitol Hill and uh, ready to keep working hard.
0: Congresswoman Erin Houchin represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. As always, we thank you for your time this morning and look forward to talking to you again in two weeks.
1: Thank you so much.